0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast brought to you by the Del Norte County Office of Education and Del Norte County Unified School District. I'm Jeff Harris, the superintendent of schools for Del Norte County. And each week we talk about a topic that is of interest to various um, folks in our community, whether you're a parent of a student in school or whether you're a community member. Um, today, I think we're going to have a great conversation about a topic that is not only interesting, but I think really it's of importance to everybody um, in our community, in our state, and in our country, really. Um, And joining me, I have Philip Williams, a Yurok Tribal Council member representing North District. Welcome, Phil. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, happy to be here. You've already
0: had a busy day. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, that's (laughs) normal when you're a government official.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also James Jensaw. And James is the Yurok Language Cultural Coordinator and a teacher at Del Norte High School.
2: Are you kui? Sko
0: So thank you for giving up. Is this your prep period? Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank you, James. <laughs> so um, before we get going, um, you know, Phil, I know one of the conversations we've had a lot, and we were just talking on Tuesday, is um, when people think about. Um, uh, American Indian, uh, they think about tribes. There's this kind of immediate I think, I think, vision of a dead culture, and that's the last thing that that Native American culture is, right?
1: No, we, with the help of James over here, revitalizing our culture., yep. uh, started when I was uh, a young kid, you know, we had elders coming in in our our program, Johnson O'Malley program. And they were doing uh, language and and uh, harvesting and and teaching us, you know, uh, ceremony. Right. Uh, because a lot of times that wasn't taught. Right. Right. It was it was held secret. Um, a lot of the families had these songs and had these ceremonies that they were they were the keepers of. Right. Right. It was their responsibility to 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 guard this and protect this. Um, and so right now we're coming out of kind of that time in my lifetime with the help of Mr. Jens over here, bringing these songs and traditions alive and stepping up to the plate to carry that on. Uh, really proud of the work that he's done over here because he's doing a great job.
0: Yeah, well, and, and I have to say, James, I, I think uh, being able to have you come up and work with our students at Del Norte High uh, in your capacity with the tribe and as a teacher was a was a real um, uh, I'm going to say victory for Del Norte County. And I I, I I think I told you when we first met how uh, excited I was to have you be part of the program.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, to me, it's it's really, I do it because that's what my elders gave me, that gift of story, that gift of ceremony, that gift of language, and, and, and how to be a good parent, how to be a good Yurok person. And so I think for me to honor them and what they've done for me when I was a young man is to return that and just pass that on, you know, like Phil was saying earlier, it was illegal to practice ceremony and to speak the language. I think uh, the freedom of Indian religious acts of 1978, that's three years before I was born. Mm-hmm. People were getting thrown in jail for practicing their language and their cultures. And I think, the freedom of uh of American uh Indian language acts of 1990 i think they they said it was all right to speak their language after that so that's not very long ago no and so i think we've made so much progress in you know native american heritage month you know in september you have california indian day and I, you know with the day after thanksgiving being uh, native american heritage i think that's a long ways and it shows how far we have come as just humans uh in our in our wellness oh yeah well and i think that's important
0: for folks to know because i'm not sure you know our our, our board does a um a proclamation proclaiming um uh november as native american heritage month um but I, I don't think a lot of people really know they, they, you know, it was, oh, my gosh, what year was it? I think it was 2006, maybe, that um, uh, Native American Heritage Day was signed into law by George W. Bush, right? And that's the day after Thanksgiving. That's, that's next Friday. Um, so let me ask you this. Why? So you mentioned it was important. It's kind of a milestone, right? It shows the growth. From from both of your perspectives, why is it important that we continue to 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 teach the lessons that we teach in our schools? Why is it important to maintain these cultural programs? Um, and because not every kid who takes your classes, James, are your students, right? That's correct. We've got white students. We've got Hmong students. You've got a variety of, historically, maybe not this year, but historically, there have been a lot of students from a lot of different um, races, ethnicities, backgrounds that have taken those classes. So
1: why is it important that we continue to do this? It's important for the identity of the Yurok children we have to be, uh, that it's okay to be Yurok. Um, You know, a lot of times they're growing up Uh, And you see, you know, you'll see a little bit of, uh, you know, racism will come up. It did for me as a young child, uh, fishing with my grandfather. But it's important that our youth know that it's okay to be here on Mm -hmm. uh, and to be celebrated. Um, You know, I get all the time when I go out in the community, you know, my Yurok heritage is romanticized, you know. A lot of people envious of our ceremonies and our traditions, mm-hmm. uh, and I re- and and that's I think that reflects on where we are at today in society. Um, a lot of people love our dances. James is a great singer. I love to hear his songs, you know. And anybody that hears them, you know, they're intrigued by it because they're beautiful. Um, and I think it's important for you know Urok students or Native students.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that's okay. To be your rock, because once they leave the school, you go out in the regular world. Sometimes it's kind of it's kind of rough, right? You know, uh, people are rough on you. Um, and, but we need to establish that foundation inside of them to let them know that it's okay to be strong. You know, one of the reasons why I raised my children here, because I wanted them to know who they were.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted them to know where they came from, because I knew that would make a strong person when they go out into the world right
2: yeah and i think it's it's really important because i just remember my one of my first language teachers was my my auntie eileen she was born in 1911 i worked with her for about four years until she was 96 when she passed but one of the things she said is like it's important for people to know whether they're, they're, they're from the Yurok culture or descendants, for everybody to know who Yurok people are, mm-hmm. for everyone to know our language. Because if you go over to France, they expect you to speak French. They expect you to know about the French culture. When you go over to Germany, the same thing. They expect you to speak German and, and all those things. So this is Yurok territory. This whole land wherever you go in America it used to belong to native native people. So I think it's important and imperative that people learn about other cultures, learn about the first peoples that were there, learn their language, because I think with that you you learn how to connect with the land, you learn how to connect with the area and how to bring balance back into into those places and things. And so I think it's just good to teach people how to open their minds. Uh, to other peoples and cultures and religions. Yeah, well, and
0: and I think, you know, Phil, you and I have been talking, too, about a couple of other things. And I think I'm going to piggyback off what you said about people who are romanticizing it, right? I think there's that intrigue, but there's also kind of, I think, in some people's minds, maybe this more kind of fictional understanding about what it is. And I think that, you know, that, that cultural piece you were talking about, James, that education, that 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 bridges the gap between interest and intrigue and respect and engagement right and it brings it from the unknown into something where everybody kind of gets along and feel we were talking about the yurok stories right the the stories that that involve animals it, they're not just about animals. There's a deeper piece that's there, and it's not about insulating just your culture. It's about broadening out to everybody.
1: Tell tell us a well, little bit about You know, that. a lot of our stories, um, you know, they talk about the difference of the animals, right? Right. The the beaver and otter and and bobcat. And James has these words, (laughs) they're actual (laughs) names, but, you know, the salmon and the sturgeon and and everybody has something that sets them apart. They're not the same. right? But every one of them has an asset or a skill that suits them in their environment. Right. And so a lot of our stories, you know, you kind of just listen to that. But if you really got deeper into it, you realize it's a celebration of diversity. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's some of the the things that we, as a Europe culture, have to offer. And right. I think this is um, a, a time that there's a realization that our culture had some good things in it. Right. Especially towards our environment. Um, you know, our lifestyle was a religion. Mm-hmm our lifestyle, our environment, our natural resources, everything was a ceremony. Like your whole life was a ceremony. You woke up and you prayed, washed your face. That's what the elders taught me. That's what you did every day Mm -hmm. before you start your day. You wake up, wash your face, say your prayers, Mm -hmm. and then go forward with your day. Um, And so those are some of the things I think that we celebrate native heritage month and that's what we should highlight is our life was a spiritual life right you know from birth till till death and um it actually was kind of strict i grew up in a strict way in a way that there were there were rules and laws that you had to follow that were set in place for thousands of years you didn't question some of these things that you're taught because it, your life depended on it. Right. Some of the things that James and I practice, you know, about the river. You know, we don't just go down there and fish or gather um, in a bad frame of mind, because you know we know that our consciousness it it, it exudes out on other people and other things. Mm-hmm. And so when we go down to the river, we go and do our gathering. We have to come in a good a good frame of mind. Uh, so that it will gather well, so that we'll be well. And everything that we touch and that we grab, we bring back to our families has those good feelings in it. Right.
2: Yeah. You know, like Phil was saying, everything's ceremony, everything's ceremony when you're going down there, you're connecting with the land, you're 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 gathering food for your family. Food is medicine. And so putting that good energy out there or going down there when you go illing to, to go wash your hands in the ocean and say hello to the ocean so the ocean is gentle with you so you, you know you, you're not swept out into the ocean because it's dangerous so you want to be able to come back to your family but having that thankfulness to be able to provide for your family and protect your family that's part of my role as a man you know we all have our roles right in our community. I think in those stories that Phil was talking about with animals, all those animals had a certain role. And really, one of the things that I really, that really resonated with me in these stories that the elders told me was that sometimes the stories were told with animals, so you're not coming at someone when they make a mistake and say, hey, you're doing this, you're not supposed to do that. You know, it was more like, here am I tell you about the story about Coyote, about Sagap. Because Sagap, you know, no matter how big of a heart he has, sometimes he always does really bad things, <laughs> really shady things. So instead <laughs> of saying, don't be like this Coyote or don't be doing these bad things, you hear a story about bad things happening when you do X, Y, and Z. So it's a way of like teaching lessons.
0: A gentle way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And where you're not bringing that negative feeling about learning not bringing that negative feeling about what that person did wrong and so that people can really critically think listen to those stories and really critically think about what's what's the meaning what's the lesson behind the story i think you know when you take that away from that human aspect and bring it into an animal doing this an animal acting this way or that way i think it helps teach our children lessons and, and and you know I think it
0: goes back to to what you have both been talking about too. It it's a set of its beliefs, its structure, its community, its tradition, its
2: education, it, its
0: education, right? And but it's a different kind of education. And and just before we started the podcast, Phil and I were talking about when when we were in school in the old days. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it was it was pretty strict and we didn't have options did we Phil No no you yeah. you know you went along with the program you did what you're told um, and I was taught that from a young age and you know when I joined the army I fit perfectly because right. I just did what I was told. <laughs> I was like Forrest <laughs> Gump I fit perfectly yeah. and um, you know as I was growing up my grandfather used to teach me a lot of things and he always gave me two options. I could either learn a Yurok way or I could use, you know, uh, I don't know, if the colonial way. Yeah. The, the white way. The, yeah. the, the, the typically Western, expected, yeah, the, the Western way. way. The right. Western way, right? right. I was given these two options. Right. And so as a young man growing up, when in the resurgence of our culture, when mm-hmm. it was okay to, to teach and to bring these things out in the open, I wanted to learn the Yurok way. Right. You know, because I felt like I was obligated to carry on those traditions as a young kid. And it was always hard. Oh, <laughs> the yeah? way was always hard. <laughs> and then uh, I think I got to be about a teenager and, and he would continue to teach me in, in those both ways as I started getting smart and I was thinking, Iraq ah, way too hard. I want to learn the white way." <laughs> <laughs> and then after he taught me those things, he'd say, "He said, "It's easier the white way in it." <laughs> you know And I'd laugh, you know. Um, but I think there was a strictness, like I was talked about earlier, um that we had to our lives depended on it. Right. You know, these laws and these ceremonies and things that were for our our for our betterness, for us to be better, for our wellness. Right. Um really, really about not only expectations within the
0: within the community, right? But strong, strong, strong relationships. And and I, and that's a lot what you do in your classes too right James yep. I mean it really is about building that that interpersonal relationship exactly and that almost that interdependency at times
2: yeah and you know with our with our age difference that's intergenerational right. relationship building you know and sometimes with today's students you know with their connections to their electronic devices it's like I think that's imperative that's really important that that we have those connections that They, I mean, it's a long human, human way of interacting with each other, interpersonal relationships, intergenerational, and sometimes with Google and all these things. That's the part that's missing.
0: Oh yeah, well, because that that spare time's taken up looking at something digital, right? Instead of looking at something living, breathing that you have to develop that relationship with, right?
1: No, and I think you know the interpersonal relationships. You bond because all, you notice certain things like this guy isn't, you know. Uh, I don't know what you want. An, an Official. He's just like you and me. Right. Right. And that's kind of like what I do as a government official. I mean, I'm a uh, Yurok tribe council member. Right. But when I go out in the community, I'm still F- Philip Williams. I'm still right. the fisherman. I'm still that guy. And, um, you know, to remain, to be that all the time and um, that's what I think how we connect with the youth Uh is to not be not let that wall in between us of our title you know I think we need to let those kids know that I'm just like you you know I come from the same place you come from and I think that's how we you know education or schools I'm going to bring up something you know that is elephant in the room I'll say sure, and it's about the boarding school system and I think that's what a obstacle that you have to overcome, right. that we have to overcome, and and I've been thinking about this a lot since since the meeting we had on Tuesday, right? And so, school for Native people has always been, you know, like not a good thing, mm, traumatic, traumatic, right? Um, and so, there's always this distrust of the schools, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's a job that you have to overcome. <laughs> is how do we, you know. Instilled trust once again. And I think now we're in that time we can. Right. Um, I think everybody's realizing, you know, the impacts of our history. And now let's fix it. Right. Because every, you know, America, I I was at the Smithsonian Institute this last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I we talked about why do Native Americans serve a country that doesn't love them? Mm-hmm. And so for me I looked into myself and I thought because I want to protect my family, I want to protect my home, I want to protect my community. And also I wanted my family to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's something that in our culture you have to have a good a good name. You have to have a good standing uh within the tribe. That's important to us. And so I looked at myself and I thought why did I serve and it was mostly because of pride in my family, but also to believe in the American dream, of freedom, and of equality, mm-hmm. and those things. And maybe I don't get that now, or I didn't get it when I was younger, but I still want to strive for that. Right. For my children, for my grandchildren, that belief in what America stands for. And so even though it doesn't line up with how we were treated with what I believe it should be like, Mm -hmm. but it's a journey. And I think all of us groups, not just your groups, but all the groups, this is what they're all, we all want is to be equal, you know, and, and one day we'll get there. Right.
0: Well, and as we look seven generations down, how do we make it better? This, these are steps, right? And at times I think, people and even in our own community weren't willing to even look down the path that we need to go down. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's time for us to start taking big steps to get where we need to be. Um. So gentlemen, been a great conversation. We're actually at the end of our time, we could probably go on for another hour or two. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any, any last words um from you about, uh, and again, you know, we kind of, talked about this is um, native american heritage month next friday is native american heritage day Um, and when we when we talk about the value um, of our local tribes of the of the multiplicity of cultures that we have in our community it shouldn't just be about one month or one day it needs to be embedded in everything that we do Um, any any last words uh, any words of wisdom for the community for students who might pick this up uh, anything you want folks to know
1: I'd like for them to know that, you know, this month and this time, this is a time when we would sell it. We're tired from harvest, right? We're tired from fishing. We've been fishing. We've been gathering. We've been gardening. We've been doing all these things all summer, preparing for the winter. And so this is a time that we could rest for a short time, celebrate our hard work, have a meal together, have a ceremony together, and just, just take a rest, because now we also got to prepare <laughs> yeah. and, and for for winter. Right. Right. We So our life is always preparing for what's ahead. Right. And this time, let's just take a rest and enjoy each other and, and have a meal together.
2: And I would like to say is, you know, what I've been hearing Phil say and wh- what I know and feel is like, we're 1.4% of the United States population, you know, where once we were 100% of the, the population here in, this, in this, this country. And so to for the 1.4 that's left, it's, it feels like a burden, but it's not a burden, it's a responsibility to revitalize and, uh, our languages and our cultures. And also to really think about that, I was over in D.C., and people were like, I never met a Native American, but, you know, 1.4% of the population, and it doesn't seem like that here in Del Mar County because we're closer to 20% right. of the population of, of the county. So, like, we're really special here in Del Mar County, And Humboldt County, is where you can see a Native American people every single day out in the community. And I think that's special to, to honor that, to honor that we're still here and, and to continue to— uh work with other people and i think it's important to learn about other peoples and cultures because that helps us as humans become healthier so that's all i have to say happy uh native american heritage month
0: (laughs) well gentlemen i i really really appreciate your time um it's been great and uh I'm sure we'll be talking again and I really look forward to um, outcomes of the program that you're working with James and look forward to working with you more Phil in the future. It's been great getting to know to know both of you and uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day.
1: Oh yeah. All, All right, two right, two.